0: Come to America, 13, work your butt off. Do you? Welcome to the first ever episode of Cultivating Change. My name is Martin Mayorga. Those who don't know me or know about me, um, I created what is now Mayorga Organics. Started it sort of accidentally in my early 20s. Having grown up in Latin America, and I'll get into the background of who I am uh, maybe in the next episode. Right now, I think it's just introducing the podcast, why I'm doing it, what kind of things I'll be discussing. So um, Cultivating Change is a, basically a tagline we created for My Organics, um, and it's more of a kind of a call to action for us and our, our customers and our, and our um, farmers and all our partners. Given that we're in the agriculture business, obviously cultivation, and then the change aspect is really changing how these products are um, taken to market because historically they've been taken to market in a way that is uh, abusive and oppressive to small farmers, which is a function of the way these countries were colonized you know, 300 years ago or so and how the trade was set up. And very surprisingly, things haven't really changed. And I know that people might think I'm crazy and uh, a little bit controversial with that. But, you know, I grew up in these countries. I've been going to them, you know, all my life. And I basically focused my life on, on doing this. And um, I think that's the biggest takeaway I've gotten from my 20-some years of doing this is, you know, I've been trying to make an impact. I've been trying to um, really shift things. And what I've recognized is that I'm trying to shift something that's been in existence for so long that if I can even make a small, tiny impact in my lifetime, it would be massive. And the purpose of this podcast is to really raise awareness to that, raise awareness to the realities of, um, you know, some of the inequities, some of the systemic issues that we have that hold people back as, as communities, as individuals, and really are, are set to be a little bit unfair uh, to those that may not be born in the right place and the right family. And, you know, my goal is to to shift that, to create equality not in a socialist way but in a way of having everybody have the same opportunity. Within that, once people get the opportunity, it's up to each individual and group to do something with it. So I don't believe that people should be handing, uh, you know, this concept of equality out as as kind of a, a socialist aspect, but I do think that everybody should have the same opportunity. And that was the biggest lesson I learned coming to the U.S. from Latin America. When I was a kid, I mean, the biggest thing I learned was, and I always say this, you don't have to be that smart even to get ahead in the U.S. You just have to work hard and have a little bit bit of luck and maybe some support. But um, in most of these countries in Latin America, you can be brilliant, you can work your ass off, and it doesn't matter because you were born on the wrong side of the road. And to me, that's just, uh, it's challenging. It's challenging to be okay with that. It's challenging to have lived in these countries, seen the extreme poverty, seen that the extreme poverty was really concentrated in the agricultural sector. People that grow our coffee, people that grow our quinoa, people that grow all our fruits and vegetables. And then the wealth was concentrated in the middle, the people who were aggregating it and buying it and exporting it, typically to themselves or an affiliate company and we're talking multi-multi-billion-dollar entities who still thrive off of this old commodities market, old trade model, which is so cumbersome and inefficient that to me it's not about you know screwing these big guys over. It's about just getting things to be more efficient. We live in a day and age where, I mean, you can move product very quickly and easily. You don't need these people. You don't need these companies. And those that we do need, they should be a little bit more aware of their impact on on these farms and and these small communities. I think a lot of them are, but uh, they just don't care. So my goal is to talk about those things. I'll probably tell some stories about my travels and my time in Latin America. I'll have guests, because I think it'll be boring to just hear me talk. Um, You know, other people who are trying to make a difference, other people who care, other people who recognize these things. And not just in Latin America. We obviously have a lot of issues in the US with inequalities and, um, you know, communities and, and uh, different groups of people who were put in a, a lower level of, of opportunity simply because they weren't bored into the resources. I don't think it's as prevalent as you have in these developing countries because, as I said earlier, you can get ahead in this country if you bust your ass and, uh, you know, have some luck along the way. So that's what I'll be uh, discussing. I'll be bringing different people in. I'll talk about my experiences in the business we have, um, just to give you a little insight on the business, we have now a 24,000-square-foot facility in Rockville, Maryland, where the business has been established since 1997. We are uh, focused only on organic products, primarily coffee, obviously, because that's what I got into in uh, the mid-'90s. We've evolved now. We do a lot of chia, all organic as well, and the chia was a result of um, supporting our coffee farmers who were struggling during a, a coffee rust issue in the 2013 or so and i'm sure i'll do an episode specifically just on uh, the chia and then our diversified products so we have a facility in Rifle, maryland we have in that facility about 30 staff members overall we have about 55 we roast package distribute there we import into the port of baltimore container loads of coffee and chia now We package and ship to large customers like Costco, Amazon. Uh, We do a lot with Whole Foods. We do a lot with all the different grocery stores, and we work with a lot of mom and pops. We also have a really cool kind of cafe there where we do drinks and um, let people see our, our facility, and we do some tours. And we have a very awesome staff that over the last three years, four years, have really focused on bringing people in primarily who focus on helping us achieve our our company purpose. And our company purpose is to alleviate systemic poverty in Latin America through the direct trade of artisanal organic foods. And by the way, it's not alleviate anymore, it's eliminate. It used to be alleviate, so I misspoke on that. It's actually to eliminate it. And obviously, if we did it in our lifetime, it would be like the most incredible achievement. So it's not realistic that we will. But I believe that you should have a purpose personally and professionally that you wake up every morning and know that you have a lot of work ahead of you and it motivates you and it makes you feel good to make progress towards it. So at this point, everybody who works for us really believes in our purpose, appreciates it, supports it, wants to be part of it, wants to make an impact. And that's a big, big difference. I mean, that's a whole episode on its own is how to um, bring in talented, intelligent people who are focused on your purpose. Rather than people who are just very uh, focused on their own skill set and uh, abilities, because we've had both, and uh, I see a lot more impact with the people who actually care about our company purpose, because there's part of them who actually uh, I think sees it or believes in it, and obviously we've we've brought in a lot of Latinos, a lot of people who are immigrants or parents of immi- or children of immigrants. And I think those people probably have seen firsthand these issues, have known somebody in coffee. have known somebody in, in the agricultural world, and have seen them struggle. So I think it's a very powerful thing to have those people on, on staff. Um, so that's what we do. We uh, work hard. I've been working hard since I was a kid. I've been uh, focused on this purpose for a long time. To be honest, I have a lot of frustrations, which is primarily the main reason why I started this podcast. I don't like to be the center of attention. I don't want it to be about me because I think the coffee industry is focused on, you know, these self-serving, I don't know, awards and and, uh, contests and stuff. And I think, you know, I don't want it to come off that I'm starting a podcast because I'm some ridiculous expert or genius. I'm just kind of trying to voice what I've learned, what I've seen, and really what frustrates me. The coffee industry as a whole frustrates me. I think it's complicit in the main issues that it keeps talking about wanting to solve, and it hasn't done anything material as an industry to make a difference. Why? Because the big players that have all the money in the industry are the ones really benefiting from this. So that's really the podcast. I mean, I might go into rants. Hopefully it doesn't sound like I'm bitching because I don't like to complain. And... um, You know, my goal is to create more awareness and to get other people who think like me, who understand the realities of of what's going on, on the same page so we can work together and make a difference. To me, this is not about just me. It's not about me wanting to get any credit. I just want to make an impact. And we have, and I'll tell some stories of some really nice impact we've made through the Chia by working directly with farmers, by literally sitting with a farmer on his farm in Nicaragua and asking him about how he gets his money, why he's so indebted, what interest rates he's paying? And that's one thing I've learned now. I mean, it's a little uncomfortable to people who aren't used to it, but I sit with people and I ask them real, real questions. And um, it's amazing because once you get the facts, you can make a difference. And I've learned a lot of shitty things that happen in the industry that you know, a lot of these big buyers and exporters are doing to keep these small, small farmers in debt and really without access to the market. So that's what I try to do is be the market, you know, be the sales arm of these small farmers. Obviously, there's other elements that we'll talk about. I have a lot of friends and people I know that I respect who are in education, who help these uh, communities get a better education, health. Um, so there's other elements. It's not just money. So that's what I'll be doing. I'm sure at some point it will uh, we'll open up some questions somehow. Um, my producer, who's my son, Nicholas, will be uh, handling those things. So as, as we evolve, you probably hear more polished podcasts with better sound, with maybe some sort of intro. And uh, he'll do all that because I don't have patience for it. Anyway, welcome to the podcast. Look forward to it. Take care.